0: I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll. Kolar.
1: Kolar. Oh, hold on. Of course, it does that. Not working. Krause. Krause absent. Levin. Levin absent. Matano. Matano here. McCarville. McCarville here, Miles. Miles absent. Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Laughlin. O'Laughlin here, Pan. Here. Pan here, Purtle. Pirtle absent. Richmond. Richmond absent. Rip. Here. Rip here, Ritt. Here. Ritt here, Rusk. Here. Rusk here, Saloff. Saloff absent. Shower. Here. Shower here, Schmidt. Schmidt absent. Solberg. Solberg absent. Veldrin. Yeah. Veldrin here. Stubbs. Yeah. Stubbs here. Wegleitner. Yeah. Wegleitner here. Willett. Yeah. Willett here. Wiest. Wiest absent. Sweetful, yeah. Sweetful here. Baird. Yeah. Baird here. Bollig. Yeah. Bollig here. Chenoweth. Yeah. Chenoweth here. Clausius. Yeah. Clausius here. De Felice. Yeah. De Felice here. Downing. Yeah. Downing here. Die. Yeah. Die here. Erickson. Erickson here. Farrell? Here. Farrell here. Gillis? Here. Gillis here. Hendrick? Hendrick Absent? Kiefer? Here. Kiefer here. Corrigan?
2: Here.
1: Corrigan here.
2: here.
3: Anybody else? Twenty-nine.
0: 29 are present. Supervisors Levin and Schmidt had notified us that they would be absent. Um, this evening, for our prayer inspirational message, we'll hear from Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Chair Corgan.
4: At our last meeting, we had a very fitting moment of silence. Please bear with me as I say what I had prepared tonight before the tragedy that occurred in Chattanooga this morning. Many people and events have inspired us to take action. Tonight, if you haven't already been inspired by Ida B. Wells, also known by her married name as Ida Wells Barnett. She was born a slave on this date in 1862, the oldest daughter of James and Lizzie Wells. By the Emancipation Proclamation, the Wells family, as well as the rest of the slaves of the Confederate States were decreed free. for about six months after Ida's birth. But living in the Confederate state of Mississippi as an African-American, they faced racial prejudices and were restricted by discriminatory rules and practices. Ida Wells spent the rest of her life fighting discrimination, helping others to do so, and educating people around the world about the continued mistreatment and killing of African-Americans throughout the United States. She dedicated her life to fighting to end lynching, segregation, and the economic oppression of African-Americans. She traveled throughout the United States and Europe with her anti-lynching message, wrote extensively throughout her life on the injustices faced by blacks, and engaged in a never-ending effort to organize women and blacks. She and Mary Church Terrell were the only two black women who signed a petition leading to the formation of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. After settling in Chicago, Wells Barnett founded the Negro Fellowship League for black men, the first kindergarten for black children, and in 1913, the first suffrage club for black women. Wells Barnett successfully integrated the U.S. suffrage movement when she refused to walk with the other black women at the rear of a 1913 Washington parade and instead infiltrated the ranks of her white Illinois peers after the march began. Two years later, Wells Barnett helped elect Oscar Stanton DePriest, Chicago's first African American alderman. Ida B. Wells Barnett died in 1931. She left behind the legacy of activism, dedication, and hope, hope for change. Wells' accomplishments are extraordinary and inspirational given the time and social context in which they occurred. She once said, I feel that one had better die fighting injustice than die like a dog or a rat in a trap. The addition to my remarks this evening is a statement from the Secretary of the Navy, Ray Mavis. Today, the Navy and Marine Corps team collectively mourn the loss of four heroes. The tragedy in Chattanooga is both devastating and senseless. On behalf of the entire Department of the Navy family, I offer my deepest condolences to the families of those killed and wounded in service of our nation during this incident. Throughout history, our sailors and Marines have served overseas in harm's way, and the men and women of the Navy and Marine Corps have experienced the deep and lasting pain of combat loss. Today, here at home, we once again feel that pain. While we expect our sailors and Marines to go into harm's way, and they do so without hesitation, an attack at home in our community is insidious and unfathomable. Ida B. Wells. She fought against discrimination and lynching, not with a gun, but with a pen, education, and the ballot box. Her work as a writer, social researcher, activist and organizer, mark her as one of our country's most dynamic and remarkable citizens. Let us all be inspired by Ida B. Wells and work to eliminate violence in our neighborhood and throughout the world. Please join me in standing and saying the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
0: Under special matters and announcements, we have our annual State of the Waters presentation. Sue Jones, who's the Watershed Management Coordinator with the Department of Land and Water Resources, will um, update us for this year. And are you going to do, you're going to use this? Okay.
5: Thank you. Um, I'm Sue Jones in the Land and Water Resources Department, the Office of Lakes and Watersheds, and uh, just want to highlight uh, in a few minutes some of the work that we've been doing uh, to improve Dane County waters, especially through through some of the community engagement initiatives that are underway. The uh, community engagement program was expanded in 2014. through some resources um, put in the budget and some reallocation of resources and it builds on the long-term success of the Take a Stake in Our Waters program that has been going for 28 years now and now year-round since 2013. Um, and I'd like to make a distinction between community engagement work and uh, outreach work. And I think about it as uh, outreach being more one-way communication, maybe a press release, something going out, uh, marketing, uh, some information. That it's one way. Um, and the community engagement is more about transforming communities. It's more about connections among groups, expanding local co- group's capacity to improve water quality um, and to uh, coordinate local actions that lead to environmental improvement. So we're working to expand the capacity of the local leaders to do more of the good work that the 30 or so groups watershed groups are already doing in the county um, and strengthening partnerships among those organizations uh, that help us all be more effective with the limited resources that we have. The photos that you see here uh, show some of the elements of community engagement, including the watershed network gatherings and partnerships between community centers and local waters and friends groups. These successes have been um, with only part-time LPE support uh, to this point, and I just want to give a lot of credit to Nick Simonson's work, um, and we're poised now to increase that with a fir- full-time permanent strategic engagement coordinator position that we're really pleased has been approved to post and hire. It's also a high priority to infuse diversity, um, equality, and inclusion in these efforts, consistent with Dane County's focus in this area. We evaluate and track the the impact of our work, and the next couple of slides show what we've learned from analysis of our records, survey reports, um, and web analytics. The dollar value that you see at the bottom there, $67,000 to date in, in 2015 of the, take a, stake in the work, take a Stake in the Lakes workdays that have been organized by uh, Lakes and Watershed staff really have come from the increased resources available at TakeAStake.org um, and, uh, and volunteers responding to that information. We did a survey this year as well, and uh, um, the Watershed Network organizations say that they're better prepared to lead their groups as a result of these gatherings. And compared to a year ago, 33% of them are creating and leading new water volunteer activities. The survey results regarding the, um, their priorities and uh, potential for the future, their future work are really encouraging as well because phosphorus, chlorides that you see up there, really high interest in that. Stormwater and erosion control, great work going on already and a lot of potential to expand that with these 30 groups. Um, invasive species control as well. The Lakes and Watershed Commission priorities um, continue to be phosphorus, chlorides and groundwater. And um the uh, for the phosphorus initiatives, I just invite you to talk with the Lakes and watershed Commission members on the on the county board. Well that wasn't good. there we go. Um, about that about some of the policy work that's under consideration um, that supports the total maximum daily load and adaptive management work phosphorus reduction targets that are a high priority for the department. Regarding groundwater, um, Resolution 391 that you adopted in January this year is an example of uh, the Commission's groundwater focus. In this case, protecting public trust resources from the individual and cumulative effects of groundwater withdrawals and conveying the importance of that to to, um, legislators at the state level and, and to the community, that that's an important thing. Collaboration among natural resources committees and commissions has been a priority for the commission in in 2015 and the commission retreat in January. Um, has resulted in a uh, rejuvenation of some of those connections, I think. And um, in June, for example, the Lakes and Watershed Commission hosted an aquatic invasives presentation on spiny water flea and the interactions between that and water quality in the uh, Yajara chain. Um, in June, the Park Commission hosted a meeting of the, the committees and commissions, and I'm talking about the Lakes and Watershed Commission, Land Conservation Committee, Environment, Ag, and Natural Resources Committee, and, um, and the Park Commission there. Um, we're hoping that in August, again, this joint uh, meetings can, can host a, a progress report on the Door Creek Watershed Plan that I'll touch on in just a minute. And in September, that's the Lakes and Watershed Commission's turn to host these joint meetings. And they'll, uh, those members will be in touch with you about um, um, agenda items for that. I wanted to briefly mention the Madison Area Municipal Stormwater Partnership. Um, that uh, is uh, the, the collaboration of 20 uh-huh. or so urban entities in central Dane County that are working together on, to meet state stormwater discharge permit requirements. And Dane County has um, hosted a position for many years to do the outreach work for that um, Uh, We have a new position, a new person in that position now, Crystal Campbell, who's been around for about a month and doing great work, and a new organizational home for that position as well. That's now in the Water Resources Engineering Division. So um, the biannual report about our uh, Dane County efforts in meeting the stormwater permit requirements will soon be on the the Dane County um, Office of Lakes and Watersheds website that you see there. Chloride reduction, Um, there's a lot of activity here in many partners, and the Commission and the Office of Lakes and Watersheds have been uh, actively engaged in that. The winter maintenance workshops that were held uh, last November that the stormwater partnership um, sponsored uh, trained over 100 people, both snowplow drivers and private applicators. And um, there's also a multi-partner collabor- collaboration that's working on called Wisconsin SaltWise that's working on working together on um, rolling out a website and some fact sheets for multiple audiences to reduce salt and the impacts of chlorides. So the audiences are homeowners, motorists, uh, applicators, emergency service folks, and municipalities. And a big shout out to the Madison Metropolitan Sewerage District that's played a, a leading role um, in this collaboration. For the phosphorus work, um, one of the efforts that the department and um Uh, we have been involved in, um, involves looking at the Door Creek Watershed. You see that um, it is just north of of Lake Eganza there and drains about 30 miles of agricultural, 30 square miles of of agricultural land in that Drumlin Marsh area of Eastern Dane County. And so a lot of division staff uh, within the Land and Water Resources Department are working together on that. We're addressing EPA's nine key elements of a comprehensive watershed plan and that puts us in a much better position to get funding for implementation. For that, um, we've identified in that inset map that you see there the darkest brown areas are contributing the highest phosphorus levels and those will be the target areas for practice implementation. We know that um, to meet the total maximum daily load target of phosphorus that we need to reduce about 5,800 pounds of phosphorus using management and structural practices um, in that watershed and um, We're including a community engagement focus as part of that, again, trying to create the climate and uh, folks working together so that people put those practices on the ground that that need to be put there, both in urban and uh, ag areas. The draft is un- uh, undergoing department review right now. and We're about to the point to, um, to send it to others, more external folks, for review. And, um, again, look for that joint Natural Resources Committee and Commission meeting uh, where um, we would all welcome your, your ideas about that as well. I hope that that will be in August. Just wanna uh, shout out to the commission members uh, here as well, Supervisors Erickson, Kolar, McCarville and Miles for their good work and the rest of the members of the commission as well. Uh, none of this gets done without many partners and I've touched on uh, many within the Land and Water Resources Department, MMSD, many external partners as well. Nothing happens without working together uh, with all of those. And um, so we just wanna thank those who have shown up and worked hard and, and worked together. Um, please feel free to ask uh, me any questions at any time. Give me a call. Send me an email. Ask your commission members here uh, who serve on the board uh, for uh, for more about any of these things. Thanks very much for your time.
0: Thank you, Sue. And thanks for all your work at the department. Thanks, Kevin Connors, for the the work of the department in a whole um, on this issue and keeping our water clean. So thanks a lot. We are now on to announcements. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor McCarville. Um, Thank you, Madam Chair. I recently had the pleasure of attending the
6: National Association of the Counties Conference, or NACO, in Charlotte, North Carolina, with a few of my fellow supervisors, Russ Miles and Laughlin. Uh Charlotte's a beautiful city, and the conference was very good. I'll give you a quick overview and would be happy to report back to any committees wishing for more detail at a later date. Um, The focus of the meetings Supervisor Rusk and I attended at the conference um, centered on criminal justice, mental health, drugs and mental health, racial disparities, length of stay in the jails, jails and veterans, etc. The main question in many of these meetings was this, how do we as counties (coughs) deal with the growing issues and the dwindling resources. So that is what is facing us with the criminal justice system nationwide. Um, We heard a lot of good ideas. Some are very much like the things that we are already doing here in Dane County. And we heard that an investment up front can reap many benefits downstream. Um, Prevention is almost always cheaper than the cure. Um, We heard about engaging all the stakeholders and experts for finding solutions. Um, We gathered a lot of good information, which included helpful websites and handouts. Um, We exchanged contact information. Um, In one session, we heard about how we can be data rich and analysis poor. Um, Data is often provided and oftentimes is not used to the extent it could be. It was jokingly referred to as stuck on stupid, which stuck a chord with many people in the room. I would encourage all supervisors and others to read, if you haven't already, our very own Dane County Jail Study, which talks about many of these issues. Please don't let the name fool you. And so um, what we heard is a lot of what we already know, and the conference was a good litmus test of where we, Dane County, fit in on the issues in comparison to other counties across the country. Some things we are a little ahead, um, some things we are a little behind, um, the push is on Nationwide for change, and we are on board to see that happen in Dane County. Thank you, Madam Chair.
0: Thank you, Supervisor McCarville. Supervisor Matano.
7: Thank you, Madam Chair. I rise in part to thank you uh, for allowing me to organize a committee of the whole for next month. Um, it would be the hour of 6 o'clock uh, before our meeting on August 13. And the topic would be transit. Um Chuck Camp, the general manager of Madison Metro, has been kind enough to agree to chat with us about, uh, provide us an update on upcoming developments in transit. And central to that discussion would be uh, bus rapid transit. Uh, We, uh, and I speak in part on behalf of uh, Supervisor Schmidt and I are on the Regional Transportation Planning Board, which uh, in part commissioned a, a study which looked at Bus Rapid Transit in an east-west corridor from East Town to West Town malls and north-south from Warner Park to the south transfer point. So, extremely briefly, Bus Rapid Transit is kind of a hybrid between regular bus service and rail transit. It has short times between buses, some 15 to 20 minutes, fast routes that focus on getting from one side of town to the other, uh, off-board ticketing, stops that are a little more developed than the average bus shelter and more widely spaced stops. So it dovetails with the local service that tries to get you more door to door. So I um, look forward to hearing Chuck's presentation and um, invite you and members of the public to come hear it. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say while I had the floor that um, welcome to everybody who's here on the topic of the Enbridge pipeline. I thank those on both sides of the issue for being part of my life for the last year as a member of the Zoning and Land Regulation Committee. I know a lot of times we have our nose to the grindstone and we're looking at complicated documents, and we may appear not to notice you all, but we we do and appreciate your citizenship. Thank you, Madam Chair.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Matano. Supervisor Dye.
3: Uh, Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, Supervisor Wegleitner and I tonight are introducing a resolution that is already circulating um, that is focused on collecting more information about
0: evictions um, and specifically of county-funded housing uh, entities. And so um, that, at this point, is specifically focused
3: on data collection, and our hope would be that once we have some data about what's (coughs) happening with evictions, we can use that to make uh, informed policy choices. So I hope you'll sign on. Thank you very
0: much. Thank you, Supervisor Day. Supervisor Baird.
8: Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, on a similar note, uh, Supervisor Weigleitner and I are introducing a ordinance amendment tonight to address the issue of rental for individuals with Section 8 housing vouchers. Uh, Dane County uh, did prohibit the denial of uh, housing uh, to individuals based on Section 8 status. The state preempted us um, from doing that, um, preempted us from having Section 8 as an individually protected class. Um, So we are reworking the proposal uh, in accordance with um, advice from Corporation Council and to mirror what the City of Madison is doing as well to protect um, Section 8 housing uh, voucher holders in the same category as rental and housing assistance. Um, so I hope everyone will join Supervisor Weigleitner and myself in uh, supporting this proposal. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Nelson.
9: Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd like to provide a brief report on the Northern Dane County pilot project. As you know, uh, last month, Chair Corrigan, uh, Supervisors Rip and Keeper, and myself uh, hosted a community conversation in Middleton. Uh, it was a very successful event. We had more than uh, 50 people show up, and they remain engaged throughout the uh, entire two-and-a-half hours. And much credit for that goes to the expertise and the structure and the enthusiasm brought to the project by two of the uh, Dane County Extension educators, Mindy Habacker and Sharon Lesberg. Uh, at this point we've had one follow-up meeting. Uh, obviously we are looking to get a summary, uh, uh, written and distributed. Uh, I'd like to think we could do, maybe do that by the next meeting, certainly by the end of August. Uh, and we also are, have prepared a, at least an initial draft of a how to do it manual that sort of leads, uh, uh, people through the steps that we followed as well as all the documents that we prepared uh, I do want to, uh, before sitting down, I would like to acknowledge and thank uh, uh, Supervisors Ritt and Schmidt who acted as, uh, served as table hosts at the Middleton event uh, I know Supervisor Ritt has expressed interest in uh, doing this uh, sharing the hosting duties in uh, her area of the county and hope others will do that. So look forward to both the summary and the manual will be coming out in the next month or so. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Nelson. Supervisor Rusk. Um.
10: Thank you, Madam Chair. I didn't realize that Supervisor McCarville was going to give me such a nice opening here, um, but uh, tonight PP&J is introducing Resolution 158, which is a jail-based jobs program uh, we have received a new grant for $450,000 to create uh, two social work positions and a halftime program manager uh, for, the title is, it's kind of um, nifty, it's Jail-Based American Job Center. And you'll recall when we went to uh, Davenport, Iowa um, um, in January, um, that we observed um, a marvelous culinary program that they have right in the jail where people in the jail are picking up um, skills in the food industry, and I believe that some of them are actually leaving uh, with a certificate. And this fits beautifully with uh, a, a key theme that we keep hearing about, Um, We heard about it a lot in North Carolina, but if you want to divert people from any jail, you need health care, you need housing, and you need jobs. And um, uh, when I heard about this, I said, well, tell me who all worked on this. This is a big grant, and so I got a list. And they did not have very much time, but I do want to publicly acknowledge all of the uh, folks in county government that work together um, to get this grant in and they include um, three from Workforce Development, Pat Schram, Seth Linz, and Dave Phillips. Um, our own Colleen um, Clark Bernhardt in the County Board Office was very involved with this grant. Um, Jerome Dillard from Human Services and then uh, four folks from the uh, Sheriff's Department, Captain Anhalt, the jail administrator, Lieutenant Jeff Blakely, Joel Lewis, and Jacqueline Weber. So, I mean, this is just another example of the quality of the people that we have working in Dane County government, how they can, even though they have a tremendous amount of responsibility, can basically um, fit in um, writing uh, major grants. Um, the county board didn't have any, we didn't do it. County Executive Office, you know, this is the staff of Dane County. Um, I think what, what, what happens is they're, they're trying to keep up with us. I mean, we do form the overall policy directive, and I think it, it's fortunate that we have people that are watching for these grants and, um, and that we're able to write them and we're able to bring them to our county. So this will be on the uh, PP&J agenda on Tuesday, and we'll hear
0: more about it. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Russ. Supervisor Downing.
11: Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Lots of fine work reports, but it's almost the weekend. And uh, here's a few things that uh, might help us recharge to, uh, to do more of that work. It's uh, and more reasons to come out to Mount Horeb. It's time for the annual art fair, which will happen both uh, in uh, Saturday and Sunday in the streets. There'll be uh, live music also, um, outdoor dining featuring 150 artists, all different types of uh, work. It's also, uh, oh, and uh, the Sons of Norway will be having uh, on Saturday between 9 and three, an authentic, Cafe Stew, uh, a, a Norwegian buffet. It's also the uh, weekend of the annual fire muster, and so there'll be um, free fire truck rides, um, firefights, water fights.
0: <laughs>
11: That'd be quite a games, uh, memorabilia show, and live music on Saturday night there, too. Thank you for your indulgence. I hope you make it out there. <laughs>
0: thank you, Supervisor Downing. Supervisor Farrell.
2: Yes, thank you, Madam Chair, and I want to thank the last speaker for correcting the firefighter statement. We don't need it. we don't need more firefights, but I'm also glad he brought up uh, some fun things to do. Uh, it's summertime in Dane County, and I'm surprised that none of our neighborhoods and communities had any festivals coming up in the next month. Our next meeting is not till the middle of August, but probably the most important festival of all, maybe it's not a festival, is going on in our very own Alliance Energy Center, the Dane County Fair. Is in now in day two? Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You still have three days to go out. It may be a little warm this weekend, but I'm sure there's plenty of things out there that you can purchase to keep yourself cool. Check out the new barns. I'll be interested to see how they work out for our 4-H members and other people using them. But, uh, hey, have a little fun. Head out to the Dane County Fair. It's been going on a long time. Let's support the youth of our community and uh, show up and have a good time.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Nellis. Uh
12: Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, tonight I am introducing an uh, ordinance amendment to allow the Dane County Parking Garage to uh, offer the same rates to the public defenders as they do to the ADAs. Um, circulating around. It's a basic fairness thing. Just want to let everyone know, and thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Gillis.
13: Supervisor Krause. Thank you, Madam Chair. I came in a couple of minutes late and a little bit damp um, because I spent a little bit of time on top of a trailer with Michael Johnson down at Liliana's in Fitchburg. Um, He is going to stay on top of that trailer until he has reached His goal for the Boys and Girls Club bike ride, he's looking for a total of 450,000. At this point, he's got about 380. Um, So he's on top of the trailer. If you um, drive by Liliana's, even if you can't stop in, feel free to toot your horn and see if he'll wave at you. Um, The bike ride itself is Saturday morning at McKee Farms Park in Fitchburg. Um, Gazillion people or so will be there. Um, it's going to be a great time. So um, there's volunteer opportunities, there's ride opportunities, and there's certainly opportunities to donate toward getting Michael off of the top of that trailer. So feel free to stop by at Liliana's anytime um, tonight, tomorrow. He'll be there all night tonight if you want to bug him um, and drop him off a donation. He'd really appreciate being able to say hi to folks.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Krause. Supervisor Richmond.
14: Thank you, Madam Chair. Back to, uh, to work uh, opportunities rather than summer festivals. Um, there's going to be a meeting a week from tomorrow at the Farley Center in the town of Springdale. And for those who are interested in um, county ag lands and the, the Farley Center model of providing land to new and beginning farmers, I know Friends of um, Silverwood Park and Friends of Anderson Park are both sending... Um, members to that meeting and uh, we're going to have a discussion about how we might look at the land at Anderson and Silverwood Park using the uh, process that the Farley Center has used uh, for several years now. So again, that meeting's on Friday, July 24th from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. The vice chair of the Dane County Food Council, Ian Ailey, who also farms at the Farley Center, will be there. He's organized the meeting. And staff from the Land and Water Resources Department from the county has been invited to that. So those of you who are interested in uh, land access and county land use, um, you're invited to the meeting. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Richmond. Seeing no more announcements, I just have a couple items. One, birthdays in July. On the 11th, Supervisor Matano celebrated his birthday. On the 14th, the Supervisor Hendrick and the 15th Supervisor Bollig. So happy birthday to all of them. Um, secondly, um, I wanted to mention there's an item on the Legistar that we're going to be able to be turning on soon, and that is allowing blogs by individual supervisors and then also allowing some community engagement and input. Um, and we're going to be, we're hoping to have that up and running very soon. And I'm hoping to be able to do a training. Prior to the um, committee of the whole next meeting, and so just keep an eye out for that, for information on that, and how you would, how you would do your blogs, how you would do how the community would do the community engagement on that. So there's a lot of new features that we hope to be turning on, and it's exciting for engaging with the community. And I just watch for the training um, on that. So I want to make sure you knew that. And lastly, I wanted to mention an item that's not on the agenda. A number of supervisors have asked me about that, and I know we have a number of individuals in attendance tonight um, regarding the Enbridge issue. As you know, it was on the agenda as an appeal of one item of the conditional use permit, that the permit was granted by the zoning committee with certain conditions. One of those conditions was insurance, and that that our ability to require that condition was changed by state law and um, our the opinion of our council was that um, is that uh, that that is uh, it makes the, moot the appeal of the Um, insurance requirement because uh, it would say going forward you can't a a county can't require that so that's why it's not on the agenda tonight um, because it was an appeal of one that one particular item it wasn't um, the whole use permit wasn't on the agenda so I just wanted to clarify that and acknowledge that there were a number of supervisors who were interested in that and people attendance in the audience. On to approval of payments. Um, bills over $10,000 referred to the county board. Is there a motion on um, bills over $10,000? Moved by Batano, seconded by Dye. Is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it. And bills over $10,000 are approved. On D, claims recommended for denial. Claims D1 to D4 are recommended for denial. Is there a motion on the claims recommended for denial? Moved by shower, seconded by die. Um, Is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. And the ayes have it and the claims are denied. On E, approval of county board minutes. Is there a motion on the minutes? Moved by Matano, seconded by um, Miles. Is there discussion, Supervisor Farrell?
2: Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, staff will be passing out an amendment. You already have, and the clerk already has one. There's one minor amendment. Don't uh, get all in a get all upset when you see all the red on the page. I'm only moving two lines. Uh, it's regarding to the motion that was. That was L1. L1, county executive appointments. The item that was separated. Um, the minutes or at during the, the motion I have. I'll make the motion first. You, yep. uh, the amendment or the minutes currently state a motion was made by Farrell, seconded by Willett, to delete Schooler Atkinson appointment. I'm going moving to delete the words to delete Schooler Atkinson appointment and replace them with the following to re-refer the schooler Atkinson appointment only back to the executive committee.
0: Is there a second? Supervisor Willett seconds that motion.
2: Uh, if you remember the discussion late just before in the discussion, just before we voted, the Chair asked the clerk to repeat the motion so everyone was aware of what we were voting on at that point. And the words that are on this paper are exactly what the clerk read to the entire body and so I believe it probably should state in the minutes exactly what we voted on especially since it was so plainly correctly made to us what the motion was and that is correct what the motion was.
0: Thank you Supervisor Farrell. Is there discussion on Supervisor Farrell's motion? Seeing none all those in favor of the motion say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Supervisor Farrell's motion is approved. Are there any other is there other discussion or um, amendments to the minutes? Seeing none, all those in favor of the amendment of the minutes as amended say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the minutes are approved. And, um, we are on reports on zoning minutes. On items H1 to H7, what's before us is the recommendation of the committee. Are there any requests for separation on items H1 to H7? Seeing none. Seeing none. Again, what's before us is the recommendation of the committee. All those in favor, say aye. aye. Opposed, say no. The ayes have it, and the committee recommendation is approved. On award of contracts. Resolution 542, awarding contract extension to Paul Stiegler. Um, this, um, this was considered by the Personnel and Finance Committee and approved by the Personnel and Finance Committee on Monday. Um, is there discussion on Resolution 542? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 542 is approved. Resolution 557, Awarding Purchase of Service Contract for Collection Services. Again, this resolution was considered by um, personnel and finance on, um, on Monday and was passed by, uh, unanimously by the committee. Is there discussion on Resolution 557? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. No, aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Resolution 557 is approved. Resolution 91, award of contract for the installation of optic fiber to serve the East District campus. Approved by personnel and finance unanimously on Monday. Is their discussion? All those in favor of Resolution 91 say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the resolution is approved. On Resolution 112, award of contract for Phase 12 Cell One Liner construction. Personnel and finance considered this on Monday, and um, Supervisor Pertle is moving sub-1 that, that personnel and finance approved on Monday. Is there a second? Super, seconded by Baird. Is there discussion on sub-1 to Resolution 112? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and sub-1 is approved. On Resolution 112 is their discussion. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and resolution 112 is approved. On resolution 88, okay. Resolution 88 authorizing the purchase purchase of land at Camrock County Park. Is there, this was approved by um, personnel and finance on Monday in a 6 0 vote. Is there discussion? Supervisor Richmond.
14: I just wanted to um, reiterate for supervisors that this will be a great addition to Camarack Park. I think it's in Supervisor mm-hmm. Saylov's district. Um, uh, an addition that will um, provide more buffer for the park, and there's ag land involved with this too. So we should c- congratulate staff on continuing to make. Um, wise land acquisitions for the county. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Richmond. Supervisor Willett.
15: Thank you, Madam Chair. Although I like our park lands, uh, this county board traditionally spends more money than we have. We need to learn restraint. This is another million dollars that we shouldn't be having. We shouldn't be spending. And I wish to be recorded as voting no.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Willett. Supervisor Keeper.
9: Um, could I also be recorded as voting no, please?
0: We'll record you as no. Supervisor
2: Farrell.
9: Please record me as no. A
0: roll, call, A roll call has been requested on Resolution 88.
1: Colar. Polar I. Krausey. Krausey I. Levin. Levin absent. Matano. Matano I. McCarvel. Aye. McCarvel I. Miles. Aye. Miles I. Nelson. Aye. Nelson I. O'Loughlin. Aye. O'Loughlin I. Pan. Aye. Pan I. Pertle. Pertle I. Richmond. Aye. Richmond I. Rip. Aye. Rip I. Rit, aye. Rit I. Rusk. Aye. Rusk I. Saloth. Saloff I. Shower. Aye. Shower I. Schmidt. Schmidt. Absent. Solberg. Solberg, I. Stubbs. Aye. Stubbs, I. Veldrin. Aye. Veldrin, I. Wegleitner. Wegleitner, I. Willett. Aye. No. Wiest. Absent. sweetful sweetful I. Baird. Aye. Baird, I. Bollig. Bollig, I. Chenoweth. Aye. Chenoweth, I. Clausius. Aye. Clausius, I. Devliche. Devliche, I. Downing. Aye. Downing, I. Die. Die, I. Erickson. Aye. Erickson, I. Farrell. Farrell, no. Gillis. I, Hendrick, Hendrick absent. Oh, Hendrick present. I got to change roll call. Kiefer, no. Kiefer, no. Corrigan, aye. Corrigan. No. The
0: vote is 31 aye, three no, and resolution 88 is approved. Resolution. 93, nominating candidates to represent Dane County on the Lower Wisconsin State Riverway Board. This um, resolution was considered by the Executive Committee this evening and passed 6-0. Is there discussion on Resolution 93? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 93 is approved. On Resolution 96, authorizing the tax seeding of tax delinquent properties. This um, resolution was considered by the Personnel and Finance Committee on Monday and passed um, passed 6-0 unanimously. Is there discussion on Resolution 96? uh, Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Resolution 96 is approved. Resolution 107. The change order for number one to contract for Joe Joe Daniels Construction Company, Inc. for construction of C&D material recovery facility. This was considered by personnel and finance on Monday and passed 6-0. Is there discussion on Resolution 107? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 107 is approved. On Resolution 119, County Executive Appointments, this resolution was considered this evening by the Executive Committee and passed 6-0. Is there discussion on Resolution 119? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no, say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 119 is approved. Okay, and on... The items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, um, I'd like to record these as having passed unanimously, the ones that we do as a group, but I will need to take out items M2 and M12 and item M6. Are there any other requests for separation on those items? So on items M1... M three to M five, M seven, to M eleven. Just yeah, and and then also M thirteen. I'd like to be able to have to record those as having passed unanimously. Is there any discussion on those items? So, seeing none on the items M excluding M two, M six, and M twelve. All, the, um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and those items pass unanimously. On item M2, authorizing an agreement for route optimization software, th- that item um, has a sub to it from Personnel and Finance on Monday. Perdle moves sub one, seconded by Gillis. Is there a discussion on Sub 1 to Resolution 40? Supervisor DeFelice on Sub 1 to Resolution 40.
11: I'd like to be recorded as voting no.
0: Okay. Further discussion on Sub 1. Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and Sub 1 is approved. On resolution 40, authorizing agreement for route optimization software, is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and resolution 40 is approved. On resolution M6, the Homeless Day Resource Center, I have one registrant, Jeannie Erickson has wishes to speak in support. Is Jeannie here. here she comes. You can speak at, on this side.
3: Thank you for the opportunity to speak again in front of this body. Many of you, or I think most of you, heard from me already this afternoon through an email asking for your support of this. But I'm here tonight because I want to personally say thank you to each of you. I know that this resolution and the work that you have been doing on trying to find a solution for our homeless in Dane County has had many hours of energy, many hours of conversation, even hours of conflict. But you stuck to it, and those of us who are advocates are very pleased to see that this has now gone through its course and is in front of you to be able to have an allocation of an additional $2 million. That will definitely be the first step and a very major step in finally getting a permanent homeless day resource center, which Dane County definitely needs. I'm also pleased to state that I'd like to see the date of September 15th that you have written into the resolution to have information from the Realtors as far as the site. So again, I thank you for the work that you have done up to this point. I encourage you to continue that wonderful work that you're doing and adopt this resolution. And I thank you in advance for what I hope will be a yes for this resolution. Thank
0: you very much. On
3: Resolution 72,
0: the Homeless Day Resource Center, is there further discussion? Again, I'd like to have, have record this as having passed unanimously, unless there are. Supervisor Farrell.
2: Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. A couple years ago, this august mm-hmm. body had an opportunity to put $4 million to purchase a day, day center downtown majority said no. Tonight we're looking at putting in $2 million. When we discussed that $4 million addition to our budget, one thing came up in the discussion from our staff was we weren't able to get any buildings at that price, the $600,000 we had in our budget at that time. In fact, staff said that no one would even call them back when we would make inquiries about availability of a building. And that's why that amendment was brought forth to add $4 million. And I know for one, I stood up right here and I said, you put $4 million on the table, not only will you get calls back, but we'll have people calling us. That motion failed. We're now putting $2 million on the table. We haven't even approved it yet. And my understanding is we have at least five buildings. We could have done this two years ago, people. Two years ago. We could have had a day shelter up and running. We wouldn't have had people staying on the front steps of this building. Perhaps they still might be. But we have a day shelter for those who have the need to use a day shelter. Let's not even get into the Martin Street fiasco. Many people on this board tried to prevent the county from trying to buy that building. We said we mentioned all the problems of it, and yet again the majority spoke, majority rules, and we went ahead to try to purchase that building. We all see what a wonderful outcome we've had out there. So now we've wasted all this time, all this money, all this effort, and we're right back to where we were two years ago. We should be ashamed. Now, I'm sure the press release tomorrow from the office is going to say, aren't we wonderful and we're finally moving forward on a day resource center for the homeless. Don't break your arm patting yourselves on the back. If that press release comes out, and I'll probably have my own press release, listing all the people who had an opportunity in previous votes to have finished this problem, have resolved this situation. And it's an interesting list of people who voted for the $4 million and against it and for Martin Street and against it. It's quite a mix. And we're now going to just say we're going to have $2 million and we've, we've, we're going to solve the problem. This doesn't solve anything, but we could have been a lot further down the road. The Speaker talked about we'd like to have things moving along by September 15th. I would have had, we could have had things moving by September 15th two years ago. And we failed we failed the homeless in this community I personally want to apologize to them for my failure to convince enough people in this body to vote the right way when they had an opportunity in the past and I think you should all think about that and perhaps uh, hope you can sleep tonight because it's gonna. You, we wasted all this time so I'm going to support this absolutely I supported it a long time ago get this done. We should have had it
16: done a long time ago.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Hendrick.
16: Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I prefer to think of this as tonight. We're moving in the right direction. Uh, Sometimes in soccer, you move the ball down the field and you realize you're in a dead end. Maybe you're surrounded by three players or you got too far down in the corner and you bring it back and you start over again. And that's what we're doing tonight. Three years ago, uh, we introduced a resolution for a day resource center, and uh, we chose a location on East Washington Avenue, which was really well situated. It was a good building. It was room for expansion. At that time, uh, we made the mistake of saying it would be temporary, and so then we lost that site, and we had to we had to pull the ball back and, and start again. Uh, we had a location on Lean Road, which... Uh, was too far from the square but other than that we could afford it. The building was available. The city approvals were available. Uh, perhaps it was a mistake that we decided not to do that but we we had to pull back and start over again. Uh, as the previous speaker mentioned we uh, went toward a location on Martin Street which I thought sounded like a good idea. Uh, as it turned out it was not. It was a dead end, and we had to pull back and start over again. We realized we didn't have enough money, and now we're putting in enough money. So, by the way, uh, when I left, we were winning 5-1, to one and I had two assists. So I prefer to think of this as uh, similar to a soccer game. We Yes, we went into a couple dead ends. We did not give up. We pulled it back, and now we're moving in the right direction. I hope everyone votes for this.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Hendricks. Supervisor Schauer.
12: Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I want to thank all the people on HHN, including its chair, who isn't here to speak on behalf of the, that committee and the hard work that they've done in getting this to this point, as well as all the advocates. Uh, for homeless services on this board, you all know who you are, and um, I just think it's really important that we all, as the previous speaker said, uh, get on the right page and get m- moving in the right direction. I do want to thank them for their efforts in trying to keep this um, economically reasonable and trying to find the way to provide these services, but also at the same time keep an eye on the amount of money that we are um, that we are. Uh, Borrowing in order to do this. This is two million dollars onto our capital budget, um, and efforts like what we did with Martin Street um, were simply attempts to provide these services in a reasonable way within the, within the confines of a reasonable budget. So I, I, I don't think there's anything anybody in this building, in this room right now, needs to be ashamed about. I think we should be. We should. Um, I just want to thank again. Their, the committee's and their hard work on this. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Shower. Supervisor Pertle
15: <clears throat> As uh, we were thinking about this, I was reminded of the immortal words of our good friend uh, Winston Churchill, and I think they applauded us very well today. We will always do the right thing when we've exhausted all other opportunities to date. And that is the nature of the democratic process. It's us and townships and the city and the zoning there and the zoning here and the East Washington and the lean road and the Martin Street, and now we're going to have more money, but we're still going to have options. And let's not pretend that just because we amend the budget that we have a site and we're up and running and we're ready to go for the winter. So I think most of us share Supervisor Farrell's frustrations, and I commend him for being right on this one, even though I stood in opposition and argued against it at the time, because I do think sometimes we have to finish what we start. I'm also not too proud to turn around and say, that didn't work, and it's time to do something different. I think this is the right step forward. I think we can do this together, and it's the first of what's probably going to be many steps. So let's learn from that process and from our English friends. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Purtle. Supervisor Weigleitner. Thank you,
17: Madam Chair. Um,
0: I, uh, I,
17: I'm really pleased, um, and I want to thank Supervisor Pertle for Quickly having this resolution drafted after we found out about the outcome of the um, court case that the town of Madison filed. I think, um, uh, you know, this process has been long and frustrating, but we're absolutely moving in the right direction. Additional resources really expand our options to locate this more centrally where people can access it downtown, close to the overnight shelters. We're working closely with City of Madison staff, and I think that relationship at the staff level um, between the county board um, leadership and the president of the council is really getting us um, moving in the right direction, not just on the day resource center, but on um, you know the ultimate solution to homelessness, which is housing. And um, amending our budget, like Supervisor Purtle indicated, is, is just one piece that opens up some options for us, but we will have plenty of opportunities Um, Supervisor Farrell and others to show our commitment to this issue in the coming years because we have a huge affordable housing um, gap in front of us and we're going to continue to commit funding to our affordable housing development fund and we're going to need to figure out how we're going to operate this day resource center so this is a really important step in the right direction um, but but we do have work ahead and I look forward to um, getting your support for those efforts in the upcoming budget.
0: Thank you, Supervisor Weidleitner. Is there further discussion on Resolution 72? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 72 is passed unanimously. On Resolution 114, Accepting Aging and Disability Resource Center Carryover Funds, number 12, On Resolution 114, accepting Aging and Disability Resource Center carryover funds um, from, for the ACS division. There is a sub on this. Supervisor Pertle moves sub one, seconded by Supervisor Baird. Is there discussion on sub one to Resolution 114? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and resolution 114, and sub 1 to resolution 114 is approved. On resolution 114, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and resolution 114 is passed unanimously. Under such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law supervisor Erickson?
1: thank you madam chair um, just going back to the minutes again I was listed as absent and I was here
11: thank you we can have that updated
3: okay Do you...
0: on the minutes we'd have to reconsider
11: the you'd have to we'd have
1: to move reconsideration of the minutes
0: yeah so. You'd like to move reconsideration of the minutes from that we approved earlier in the evening, seconded by Kohler. All those in favor of reconsidering the minutes say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are reconsidering the minutes of Who ju- moved, it? moved by Erickson, seconded by Kohler. On the june eighteenth minutes, you wish to amend them to clarify your motion is super- to amend. Oh.
14: I'm moving to amend the amendments.
0: You're moving to amend the minutes to click, to state that you were in Here that, present, present, not yes. absent. Is there a second? Seconded by McCarver. Order, order. Supervisor Downing. I
11: believe you have to vote in favor of a motion in order to move reconsideration. So someone else I, oh. Right, and I think that was done in error.
0: Wait, you did not vote in favor of the minutes?
11: Who moved, who moved reconsideration?
0: Supervisor Erickson. He I was... don't
11: believe he's able to do that. Yes, he is. Yes. He,
0: was, he voted for the approval of the minutes. Oh, he did? Okay, yes. I didn't
11: understand that part. Yes, okay. Never mind.
0: Okay, so Supervisor Erickson has moved to amend the minutes to indicate that he was not absent, that he was president, sec- president seconded by McCarville. Is there discussion on Supervisor Erickson's motion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the minutes are amended. Is there any other business that anyone wishes to conduct? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, On the amended minutes, all those, is there discussion? All those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no, the ayes have it, and the amended minutes are approved. Seeing no other business that anyone wishes to conduct, Supervisor Chenoweth moves we adjourn, seconded by Supervisor Richmond. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no, the ayes have it, and we are adjourned.